Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now before we get started, y'all know I cannot do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening, so thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. So I just watched this verses. You know what? Before I do that, let me tell y'all. Let me go ahead and talk about my uh, virtual boot camp, because I know... As excited as I am right now, as it just went off, I know I want to talk my stuff on this. So for those that are struggling with stepping into their power, redefining their power, getting some sense of energetic structure for how they want to operate. I know the pandemic has had a lot of people down. Um, A lot of things have happened over the past year that has really had us either power depleted or power deficient or confused with how to discover our power or step more firmly in that power. So I'm doing a pandemic reset virtual boot camp. It's called Power Up. I really want people to power up as best they can. Um, given that I'm a certified meditation teacher, certified community counselor, I do groups with the Southern California Counseling Center. Um, and I also am studying to become a therapist and I'm a peer support specialist and I'm a certified crisis counselor. I really thought that it was something really necessary at this point. I want to help people equip themselves as a life skill. It's not just a boot camp. It's a legit life skill, something that you can continue to do as you continue to journey on and go through the ups and downs of um, of life. So if you want to sign up for that, you can do so at spiritualhomegirl.shop or you can click my show notes to sign up. It's going to go down live for two and a half hours starting at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time on April 24th. That's going to be a Saturday, but only come if you are willing to do the work. I got a workbook for y'all that I will need y'all to work out of and I'm really excited to help you co-create your power structure and how you would like to step more into that as we continue to journey along the, uh, the, the journey of self-development and self-discovery. So, I want to talk about this verses that I just saw. The verses was between, for those who don't know what a versus is, because I understand I do have some listeners that are outside of the United States. Versus is a online type of platform slash um, special feature type of virtual event that was created by Timbaland and Swiss Beats. They're both producers and very impactful. You may have heard a lot of songs that sample them if you're, or that were produced by them um, that actually sample some of these artists if you are familiar with hip hop, R&B, um, and when it comes to music. And they actually choose two acts to go head to head against each other for 20 songs. And today's versus battle was about respecting and giving flowers to our elder performers in this country. And the first group that was chosen was the Isley Brothers. And the second group that was chosen was Earth, Wind & Fire. And they are really respected, intergenerationally loved musicians. I don't want to put them in a genre, even though it's very clear that, you know, they fit in, because America has a lot of boxes. So in the American box, they really um, lean more of the funk, soul, R&B, old school type of category. But to me, they just make good music because of the fact that their music is so timeless. The Isley Brothers have been around for about close to 60 years now. Earth, Wind & Fire been close to a little over 50, if I remember correctly. So it's really interesting 
how um, our society is starting to come around to give people their flowers. And if you heard the episode about giving people love while they're still here, I think that was episode 205. This type of stuff is, I, I love it. I love to see people get the love and the respect and the flowers while they're still here. But going back to Earth, When They Fire, though, I love both groups, okay? I was raised on both groups. But Earth, When They Fire always stuck out to me because they had very clear, very clear spiritual uh, significance. I mean, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I mean, they're elements, number one. Number two, it reminds me of the days where I would go through my dad's record collection and I would see these old, funny-looking album covers. And at the time, I didn't know no better because... I'm, you know, I'm a kid. I didn't know. But it's really interesting because through my 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 ignorance at the time or my naivety at the time, I didn't realize I was getting these seeds sown by these album covers. Like for instance, Power Light, one of their albums, uh, I think from the early 80s, that has the chakra system on the album cover. You know what I mean? Like that's that's interesting. And then there's been other albums that have pyramids. There was also um Kemetic symbolism. If I remember correctly, Maurice White loved all things ancient Kemet, which is, you know, modern day Egypt. So um, I know for one spirit, their album cover had, you know, three pyramids and they had these different formations that they were in. And then um, there was another one. Uh, I'm not sure if it was, I think it was I Am. Was it I Am or All in All? It was another one of the album covers that had a lot of um, different symbolism. Even Faces. Faces, I know that was 1980 and one of my favorite songs is on that album as well. But they also had another pyramid. It was just really, if I remember correctly, that was a 3D pyramid. Um, but it was really, really dope. And then even with Fantasy, like there's album covers for Fantasy. And it has like, if I remember correctly, uh, astrological symbols like Jupiter. And then the sign for like the little doctor sign. Um, what they call it? Oh, it's para, Paracles. Pericleses, Pericleses. Okay. And then they had Buddha, they had the Ankh, and then they had um, the Phoenix. So I thought that was really, really dope. They just always had these, these things about symbolism. And I just think that it's really dope because as we go on these journeys and we start to discover these symbols that are actually ancient, it's almost like the seed just keeps on sowing no matter what. And I also think that with creating music from a beautiful um, high vibration. And from what I'm understanding, Earth, Wind, and Fire was into all of that stuff, like mysticism and, and like I said, ancient Kemetic um, knowledge and wisdom and astrology. And from what I understand, they were doing meditation and yoga back way back then. And also what I understand um, is that reportedly they did not do drugs. Like they kept a very clean lifestyle. And I think that's very interesting. So going from a creative piece, the energy in which you create is the energy of how it continues to travel throughout generations. And I think that's really dope. For those that are that are familiar with Earth, Wind & Fire, you know that's feel-good music. It makes you feel good. And it's, and it's evident to me, at least, that the reason why this music feels so good almost 50 years later is because of the frequency in which it was created on. I think it's beautiful. Another thing I thought was interesting, Serpentine Fire or Serpentine, however you pronounce it. I'm Southern, so I want to say Serpentine. But Serpentine Fire, Serpentine is a crystal. That's considered a crystal. It's a mineral, um, technically by nature, but that is usually called like, you know, the true the true mother nature, the actual earth and, and, mother, and mama earth. So I think that's really interesting that they was already on game. So it's really cool to have our elders because some people think that elders don't know and that all of a sudden their generation is the one. Not quite. 
There's been a lot of elders that was put on game that that put these type of things out and and actually been given the game. It's just that we didn't know they existed because they weren't in our immediate circle. So it's really interesting how this stuff works. So that's just something I want to put on y'all's brains today. It's just how cool is it that we're able to create and things are received years later based on the frequency of how we created it. Like to me, Earth, Wind & Fire's music is pure joy. Even after the love is gone, which is a song about, you know, a song a relationship not working out anymore. It sounds so beautiful to me. A song about heartbreak still sounds beautiful. I don't know, man. It's just, to me, it just resonates on a super high frequency and I love it. And I think that Earth, Wind & Fire's music is very vibration raising, you know? I don't know if y'all agree. I don't know if y'all disagree, but that's just what I feel, you know? But I'm just on a on a, on a really natural high from that. Music is so healing. And it's, again, like I said, when it's created on such a beautifully high frequency, it's, it's just received so awesomely. And then you start to think back to some of the things that you're into now, at least for me. And then it just takes me back to being nine years old, going through my dad's records. So it's really dope just to see how that happens. Um, I've been sneaking through his records since I was two years old, but... And actually, like, remembering some of these funny-looking album covers and being like, these look funny. Again, I know I know better. It's just really cool that I'm able to reflect on that now. But, but yeah, y'all, that's all I want to say. Just want to get a message to my creators out there. If you're creating, you know, you never know how how impactful your high-vibration creates uh, creations will be. It still may be relevant 50 years from now. It's a beautiful example of inspiration to continue to um, be inspired by. But yeah, y'all, if y'all want to find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Patreon, or Clubhouse, you can do so at spiritualhomegirl.com. If you want to sign up for the Power Up Pandemic Reset Virtual Bootcamp to get your stuff together and to step into your power um, a little stronger than you're doing, or if you don't have an idea where to go, or if you lost your power and you need to figure out where, where to start, again, I got you. Just go to spiritualhomegirl.shop or click the link in my show notes and sign up for the virtual bootcamp. It's going to go down again, like I said, April 24th from 10 a.m. Pacific to 12.30 p.m. And if you would like to sign up for Tribe Letter that goes out later on today, you can do so at spiritualhomegirl.com. Oh, wait. Yeah, spiritualhomegirl.captivate.fm. I'm working on moving over my custom domain, so we're working on that. So that's going to change in a few days. But in the meantime, you can go there and sign up for Tribe Letter, or you can click my show notes. If you want to sign up for the text club, you can do so. Text the word homegirl10 to 81493. Again, text the word homegirl10 to 81493. All right, y'all. So this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust your journey, trust yourself. And like Earth, Wind, and Fire says, keep your head to the sky. Love y'all. Peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Trachademics Valerio. Oh,